0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Easy Conversations podcast, a podcast about having easy conversations. I'm your host, Furkan Dania. In this week's episode, I discuss a very important topic that does not get enough attention. I sit down with Katherine Lyle from Integrated Men's Health to talk about porn addiction, the and the impact that porn has on our mental health and how it can affect our romantic relationships. Catherine shares information from scientific research on how porn impacts our brains and the long-term effects of porn addiction. Catherine also shares how we can mitigate uh, porn addiction and what are some of the things we can do uh, as men, especially to uh, work against uh, this addiction. I hope you can get a lot out of this episode. And if at the end you can leave a five-star review, I would truly appreciate it. All right, Catherine, welcome to the podcast. I appreciate you taking the time uh, and, you know, coming on here, having a conversation with me. I'm super grateful and I'm really excited about the topic we're going to cover today because it's something I don't think that gets talked about a lot. There's a huge stigma around it and, and it's something I've been wanting to explore, especially in the area where I'm working with men's mental health. But before we get into it, I want to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself, uh, some of the work you're doing, and, and where are you located?
1: Hi, thanks for having me. Um, I'm located in Melbourne, Australia, but I have uh, clients all over the world because my programs can be done online and done on Zoom. Mm -hmm. Um, Thanks to COVID, we have amazing new things available to us. So um, that's where I'm based. I have been a kinesiologist for over 15 years now. Mm -hmm. Um, And did a massage course probably eight or nine years ago, and that changed my business uh, because I started to attract male clientele. Um, and all of my other modalities. So I'm a transformational coach, um, psycho spiritual therapist. Uh, I do chiron healing, energy healing, all, all of the healing and modalities basically. And when I learned the massage, it all came into one. And when I started to attract the male clients, I was actually. Um, inspired by um, their attitude towards healing which mm-hmm. actually shocked me because we've got this thing in society that men don't ask for help and they don't do the work and I know there's a lot of men's groups out there and men's retreats and stuff but this was eight years ago and there was nothing and mm-hmm. um, what I discovered was the men were shifting their stuff quicker and um and then asking me what else afterwards, whereas the females were coming in for a nice massage and, that, and and kinesiology and then that was it. It was like I was a day spa kind of thing. So the guys were doing the homework, they were stepping up. Um, so I opened a um, a men's alternative healing centre back the, back in the day um, and because there wasn't one in the whole entire world. There's a lot of erectile dysfunction clinics and men wearing white coats and things like that, but no one was actually just catering for men. Um, I ended up having to close it uh, 18 months later because I couldn't get the practitioners in who would specialize in men.
2: Mm-hmm. So there's
1: a massive issue in the industry with um, men's health not being, you know, catered for. Uh, men could go to any psychologist, any doctor, you know, we all know that. But um, the real healing happens when when you do these alternative therapies. So so that's a, a bit of background on me. I'm now working from home. I have my clinic set up in my house and my office and my podcasting studio and all the things. Um, and and I'm working with men um, solely because, for that reason, I, I still treat a couple of friends on the side. But it's 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 the it's my life's work. And years ago, I. Um, When I had the clinic, I actually came across a porn addiction specialist who Mm -hmm. contacted me and he said he was a psychotherapist and he said uh, he wanted to come work with me. So we did an interview and it was a very strange situation. He actually burst out crying and after I told him what the work I was doing and he was triggered, not necessarily in a bad way, but it turns out he'd had a porn addiction himself quite severely and he'd worked through it. And now he was helping other men. So I was like, yep, come on board. Never even heard of this thing, you know. Um, only in my personal life had I been exposed to, um, you know, guys watching porn and, and mm-hmm. you know, the culture of everyone watches it and that's just men and that's what they do and, you know, all the things and that women are just meant to go along with it and, and, and be fine with it. So mm-hmm. Anyway, he never came to work in the clinic. He only lasted a week and he didn't actually turn up. But what I'd done is changed a form, uh, my form, for my clients to say, do you watch porn? Because I wanted to flag any referrals to send to him. Mm -hmm. And uh, 100% of men were ticking that box. And I'm like, what is going on? And just the conversations with this man, I was um, this practitioner, I, I started researching it myself So that's how I got into it. So you basically can't um, treat men without treating this because it is so prevalent um, in, in society. um, And, and, and it covers all age groups. Like I've got 13 year olds that contact me on Instagram um, Mm -hmm. quite frequently and from all over the world. And then I've, I treat, I think the oldest client I've had is 86. So this, doesn't, you know, discriminate in terms of age or anything. Um, I was actually dating someone at the time who I call the porn angel because he had all the symptoms of porn addiction mm-hmm. and I had this other guy come in. So I kind of, the links all started to come together and I was doing some research. He had erectile dysfunction, he had mental health issues, but he hadn't put, you know, the links together. Um, and yeah, that's that's where it all kind of came together. And then I started doing research on porn addiction um, and did my own research. So I've, d- I've got a survey that's been running since 2018. And mm-hmm. the data for that is is being published in my new book. Um, it's called The Uncensored Threat, Losing Generations to Pornography, because we are, we're losing generations and generations. And the younger men, the boys are in a worse case than, you know, the older guys who've been watching it for 50, 60 years. So, you know, I'm very passionate about helping men. There's a lot of problems in society that that feed into um this addiction and trying to clear it for guys is almost um has has been almost impossible for Mm -hmm. for men any men that's had a porn addiction has has tried to quit you know many many times it's like the smokers any kind of addiction people get stuck in these cycles but my biggest thing is education and that's why I give a lot of my stuff away for free because I'm here to plant seeds and I'm here to do this work and um, the survey results came back 97% of men were watching porn regularly. So my hundred percent of guys coming in to see me and I wasn't a, a porn addiction specialist back then. I was um, just treating men in a men's health center. So men weren't coming to me for that, but we, we saw the research early on and now we've got figures coming out like 97%. And the definition of a porn addiction is watching porn more than once, once a month. So once a month or more is classified as a porn addiction a, because it's a textbook addiction, um, you know, uh, definition. So anything that you can't go without for one, uh, you know, in a month is you're actually addicted. So there's that. But I also have, you know, guys in their 70s who um, have been, who are masturbating once a month and watching porn once a month. And when I speak to them, they're like, oh, I don't have an addiction. I'm like, okay, well, when was the last time you masturbated without porn? Mm-hmm. So that's the key. So if you're masturbating once every two months and you're only masturbating with porn, you still have a porn addiction. Okay, because you're reliant on the porn to either get erections, get stimulated, you know, get aroused, have have an ejaculation. Um, and for most men, that is the case. All of those things, you know, fall into the same basket. And when I get men to masturbate without porn, um, they have erectile dysfunction, most of them. And it's around 95%. I haven't got exact stats on that, but it's just what I see. And I've treated thousands and thousands of clients and it's, it's almost like 1% don't have erectile dysfunction when they do the work with me
2: mm-hmm. because
1: they haven't realized that they're always watching porn and that's when they get their erections. But they, when they try without it, there's, there's no erections and they, they can't orgasm. And, and so that's what we classify as erectile dysfunction when there's no one else, but you mm-hmm. and, and everything is failing. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. It's, it's kind of mind boggling when you put it in that sense where, you know, even if you're watching it once a month, you're, it's considered an addiction um because no, people have normalized it right if they're like hey yeah. i i'm single or i just you know whatever for for whatever reason uh they've normalized it and and it's crazy in that sense um but i think the the other piece with it is is the 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 way porn portrays things right and i think is that something you've touched on in terms of like it creates this reality distortion right? And, and that becomes an, another issue that we're hearing about more and more as well.
1: Yeah. So I don't, I, I haven't, um, I, I do now speak about it and that's very much what's in the book. But um, up until now, I if I stood on my soapbox as a woman and said, stop watching porn and tried to slap men across the wrists for doing it, um, I would have got, you know, persecuted which I did I got persecuted just just for being a woman in this field Um, I've had many many attacks on social media and in my personal life and you know lots and lots of people coming after me because of it and and I'm not the only one anyone that works in this field has people coming after them so um, but what people don't understand um, so, so I don't come from a moral perspective because I think that's a given and I think that when they're going into schools and they're teaching this stuff the, the the argument of well you know it's not real is is just so we're so far past that that conversation um, in terms of um, so I come from a place of science and and brain study mm-hmm. um, and so it is a neural addiction it's not um, a behavioural addiction and it's not a sex addiction. So it's a neural addiction. And what I mean by that is if, if say you're, um, you've are you just started watching porn and you know we've got the internet and smartphones and whatever, and you watch porn every single day, what's happening is your brain's producing a whole lot of chemicals and hormones and it's flooding the body. Right? So mm-hmm. oxytocin, serotonin, and dopamine are the three main ones. Dopamine is the novelty drug. We call it that. Um, I like what I see and I want to see more of it. That's what dopamine hits are. Mm-hmm. Porn is probably the biggest hit apart from skydiving you've got a lot of adrenaline but in terms of dopamine if you masturbate and watch porn it's the biggest fireworks display you can actually create in your brain Um, if you just watch porn without masturbating you don't have the same problem i guess that's still a problem but it's not the biggest problem so Dopamine and then serotonin is the happy hormone. Um, People feel happy when they've got high serotonin in their body. Someone that's depleted in serotonin is is depressed. So you get to feel happy. You get to feel excited. Um, And the other one is oxytocin. Now, the oxytocin is what we call a bonding hormone. Um, women produce it in high levels when they give birth, after they give birth, so they can bond with the baby and forget that they just gave birth to a watermelon. (laughs) Um, and it's produced, uh, when you, um, make love to your partner or when you're, you're hugging your children, it's not necessarily a sexual, you know, um, response in the body. However, what it means for, um, porn watchers is that they're actually bonding with what they're watching. Mm-hmm. All right, And the other thing that's going on there is the hind brain says, uh, we didn't die from this yesterday. It's the impulse part of the brain. We didn't die from this yesterday. We're going to wash it again and again. And that impulse gets stronger and stronger and stronger. All right. As well as this chemical addiction going on. Then you've got the subconscious mind that, that if it has a chemical reaction happening in the body, it thinks it's happening to you.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: and this is where the danger is happening when it comes to reality and, and not you know and r- real women in front of you mm-hmm. um, and disconnection from society and disconnection from women and not showing up in sex um, is because men their brains and their subconscious mind thinks that they everything they've watched has actually happened to them if they had a chemical reaction. For example, if I sat here with a lemon and I cut it open and I started talking about the lemon and how juicy it is and, my God, it's so bitter and blah, 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 and then I put it near my mouth and I went to bite it, I would salivate, you would probably salivate, and anyone that was watching would do the same thing because Mm -hmm. you're having a reaction to what you're seeing. So that's a really good example to explain to men that um, your body thinks that you're, you're, you know, tasting that lemon. So the same thing happens in porn and it's frightening when you think about that. And you think about men that have been watching it for 40, 50 years. Um, no wonder they're having vanilla sex. No wonder they're not um, satisfied with sex or satisfied, you know, with, um, cause you won't, you, you'll never produce the same amount of chemicals and hormones in your body when you have sex with someone, even if it's mm-hmm. mind blowing sex. It's still a different connection, kind of um, reaction. That's not a, necessarily a chemical one. So guys are often, um, you know, still having to watch porn and masturbate after they've had sex with someone to get that rush and that high. So that's that's the chemical, you know, cocktail that's happening. Then what happens is, so your brain, if you watch porn every single day mm-hmm. for a week, your brain thinks it's on cocaine or crack. It cannot, it's exactly the same as a drug addiction. It can't actually, it'll survive. You're not going to die from this. Um, but if you, your brain actually can't accommodate for all those extra chemicals and hormones because it's not normal, right? So it starts to adjust and change. And that's called rewiring. So the brain starts to rewire. Now, a lot of men are watching or boys are watching porn at a very early age. I, I have can't even remember anyone that started watching porn in their 20s um and your brain is developing up until the age of i think it's 22 or 27 so you are literally um, pulverizing your brain with all these chemicals and hormones and what happens is what goes up must come down so Mm -hmm. you have a crash from that chemical reaction in the body when you have a crash the hormone called prolactin goes up in the body, which causes erectile dysfunction, okay? So you've got this chemical um, cycle just going up and down and up and down at hit crash, hit crash, hit crash. When that's happening, you've got an addiction in the brain that's where your sexual drive is coming from. So sexual drive is actually libido or, you know, we hear all these terms. It's it's your organic sexual energy that comes from within. It's your Kundalini energy, your life force energy that's running up your spine. It's your chi, it's got all different types of names. We're born with it, it was there at conception. It's what makes all your organs work and function and all the things. And uh, that's your natural sexual energy, you know, Back in the 90s when we all worked in the city, um, I was in corporate and on a Friday afternoon, everyone had their best suits on, their best ties, their shortest skirts, the lipstick was out, everyone was getting ready in the, you know, at four o'clock, the wine was actually coming out in the office. Yeah, the whole city in Melbourne would be pumping and the sun would be out and everyone's heading to the, the beer gardens and the pubs and stuff that and there's smells in the air and there's music that you still remember to this day of that where you were that's natural sexual energy right Mm -hmm. that that's natural connection with people and he said this and she gave me her number and you know all of that is is not there anymore you know Mm -hmm. you go to the pub and the and the girls are all dressed up to the nines with the matching things and as you get older it takes a lot longer to get ready and you've got to have the matching handbag and the shoes and You go out like a peacock (laughs) and the guys are all insular and they're not talking to the girls. They're all talking to each other and they're they're afraid because they've lost their confidence and they've got, um, you know, porn addictions and um, anxiety problems and performance anxiety and they've lost their erections and... You know, dating women is too hard now and no one's making any effort. And Mm -hmm. so all of this is happening. Um, The other thing that's happening in your body is you're losing chi or life force energy every time you ejaculate. Mm -hmm. So that's a whole other conversation where um, the minerals and nutrients um, that are in ejaculate are what keeps the prostate healthy. So that's that's a whole other thing there. So you're losing your selenium, you're losing your testosterone, half your daily testosterone you lose every time you ejaculate.
2: Mm-hmm. We don't,
1: um, sorry, half your daily zinc, not testosterone. Zinc pr- uh, produces testosterone, in the body, it's the man mineral, right? Mm-hmm. And and men aren't taking it, and if they're not taking it, they're not getting it from their foods because we're not eating the way we used to. Mm-hmm. Um, so men are losing their hair, and they're they're getting bad skin, and you know they the mental health issues that go with all of that. Um, from ejaculating too much, just just from that, without the without the porn addiction. So you've got this hit crash hit crash brain losing sexual energy, losing chi, um, and then you've got the biggest one, which is um, the brain damage that occurs from that. And there's a there's a very popular scan on Google if you want to look up brain scans of heroin addict and a porn addict and the porn addict's brain is actually worse than the heroin addict in terms of damage. What it does is it damages the frontal lobe. The frontal lobe is your decision-making, your focus, concentration. It's your mental health. Um, it's your emotional expression. So, you know, how we say men can't talk and can't Mm -hmm. express themselves. Well, guess why they actually can't because of the brain damage. Um, it controls your sexual behaviours. It also reduces the grey matter in the body, which is all of your coordination and nervous system and, and all of these things. So when we come from a moral perspective versus what I know, <laughs> people start to listen mm-hmm. because it's unhealthy and it's not healthy for anyone around them because you know they've got mental health issues, they've got addictions, and not one single guy that I've spoken to has ever told anyone about their addiction.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not
1: their partner, not their best mate. Some of them will say, Oh, you know, my wife knows I watch porn. I'm like, but does she know you're watching it three times a day while she's not home? I, you know, and, and that you're on dating sites and that you're going to see sex workers and like all, well, no, she doesn't know that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. No. And I think, I mean, that's uh, everything you shared is really insightful and valuable information, you know, for myself included. Um, I think, coming out of that a few questions I guess uh well first of all the one comment I did want to make you know you're talking about how men are not able to approach women anymore I think part of it is also now these dating apps have created this uh platform for men where they don't have to talk to women anymore right they can just swipe left or right and and start a conversation but uh I guess one of the things I did want to understand was why is the dopamine effect so much more stronger when you're masturbating with porn, uh, as opposed to just watching porn?
1: Because you're adding pleasure in your body to okay. what you're watching. Okay. So if, yeah, um, it, it has a more, it, it's like a fireworks display versus just Oh, look at that. And there's a bit of a rush in your body. If you add pleasure to the rush of what mm-hmm. you're watching, it's like when people choke themselves, affix fix, oh, I can't say fixation and yeah. masturbation or having sex. That it's the same thing. It's it's when you couple masturbation with something else, it you end up with a much higher um mm-hmm. explosion in the brain. Um, yeah. The dopamine actually kicks in before normally someone that has an addiction they're always on a cycle it might be every two days it might be three times a day it might be you know one guy in america was 36 times a day so you know it's an everyday and that was that was frightening to actually deal with someone like that so um because i had no idea that was that was occurring so what happened what happens is um say it's a guy that does it every day um he'll often do it at the same time every day so the brain when the brain comes down off the chemicals, the guys will say, oh, "I'm all right now. I can focus. I can concentrate. I don't feel horny anymore. I'm okay." Right? Mm-hmm. So they get that—that that, um, we call it ejaculation hangover, which is never good for you either. So they get that and they feel good, but the brain has has better ideas because you're already on an everyday cycle. So the brain kicks in around the same time that you normally masturbate might be at dinner time, might be first thing in the morning, and you can't ignore it because the impulses are kicking in. The chemical reaction, what's happening is the brain's coming down off the chemicals throughout the day, Mm -hmm. and then it needs another hit. For you to just think of it as heroin the heroin addicts are coming down it's it's horrendous when they come down off that's mm-hmm. literally what guys are doing they're coming down off the drugs and then they n- need another hit so often it'll be when they're driving home the dopamine will start to kick in or when they know their wife is out or right. when they know they're going to have some alone time that's when the dopamine kicks in it's way before the porn mm-hmm. and the masturbation so I yeah
0: i know oh, yeah yeah that makes sense uh, thanks for explaining that i guess uh, one of the things I did want to discuss uh, today with you was, was the mental health aspects of it. So I know you've touched on it a little bit, but I just want to explore that a bit further. Like, you know, because I think part of the challenges, at least I can understand based on what what you've already discussed is, you know, it, it's obviously impacting your relationships. It's impacting uh, who you are in terms of how your your uh, showing up in relationships, and obviously any form of addiction is not good for your mental health. But what are the longer term issues of something like this? And then, I guess what I want to discuss later on is what can men do to mitigate this.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, like with anything, the quicker you get on top of this, the better it will be. Um, if so when I treat 27 year olds versus, you know, they haven't quite got erectile dysfunction yet. And then when I treat the 40 year olds or 35 year olds, it's all over red Rover by that stage. Um, and uh, it, it's a common theme of there's certain age brackets that I see that, that I they're all the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've all got the same symptoms. So the quicker you get onto this, the better, if you can start today, do it, make a decision and, you know, either get in contact with me or somebody else and, and get it done because, it causes brain damage in hundred percent of cases you cannot watch porn regularly and we say it regularly we don't even call it porn addiction I mean we call it porn addiction but I don't ever call someone a porn addict it's because people don't associate with the word addict or addiction when it comes to porn so they they're like oh that's not me and a lot of days I get messages from guys saying oh, I don't watch it too much it's, it's I'm not addicted and they're mm-hmm. watching it every day or once a week, and that's still, you know, an addiction. So the brain damage is, is 100% of cases. You can't watch porn and not have brain damage. It's just that that's that's a given. That's the foundation of where we're at. When you have brain damage, you have to have mental health issues. It That's, again, a given. There's, it's impossible to have brain damage and not have mental health issues, which I think everyone would agree with um as i said the brain damage is all of that focus and concentration um the other the other part of it that doesn't have to do with the brain but still affects the rest of your life is the sexual imbalance because i'm an energy healer and we work with chakras and, and kundalini and everything the the sexual imbalance that happens in the sacral chakra which is just below your belly button so your energy center that's where your um your you orgasm from it's where um you store all your guilt and shame, though. And it's where we create from. It's the both men and women we create from our bellies, basically, our desire for life, um, planning holidays, creating new meals, doing stuff with the kids. Um, being an entrepreneur in your business, all of that comes from this, this sacral chakra. So it's not just about the brain when there's a sexual imbalance, whether you've been abused as a child or, um, you know, a porn addiction or sex addiction or anything around that sexual imbalance.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um, It will affect all areas of your life. All right. So you've got this brain stuff going on. You've got other things showing up. There's organs like the kidneys are responsible for sexual health in in men. So we work with all of those things in kinesiology. It's not just, you know, the brain. Um, But when you've got problems with focus concentration and you're not Creating, you've got no desire for life, you've lost your motivation just because of what's happening in your body, not because of what's happening in your life, Mm. then you've got mental health issues um, because you're stuck, you know? And then you add in um, the actual depression and anxiety that occurs in in the brain because of the porn addiction. Um, You'll have low energy. If you're watching porn a lot and you're ejaculating a lot, you'll have low sexual energy, even though men, if I had a dollar for every time a guy said, you know, I've got really high sexual energy I've got this huge libido. No one can keep up with me. We take them off the porn. It's non-existent. They've obliterated it. And that's, that's 100% of cases. So you think you're highly sexual, but it's your brain addicted to the, the chemicals in your body and, and addicted then to the porn. So you'll have low energy, low sexual energy. You'll feel disconnected from yourself, from your penis, from your heart, from from the women or men in your life, whichever mm. you go for, um, your children. You'll feel disconnected from your children. And it's a physical response, a chemical response, you know, chakras, everything. It's your energy. It's... it's it's vibrational frequency, all right? So we talk about this all the time. If you're watching porn, you're at a very low vibrational frequency because of everything I just mentioned. If you've got depression, you move slow, you talk slow, you're vibrating slow. You wanna stay and watch Netflix. You don't wanna go out. Someone like me who works at a very high level with the energy work that I do, I'm at a high vibrational frequency. I talk fast, I move fast, I've got 50 things on the go at once, and I'm totally okay with all of that. I do have my downtime, obviously, you go up and down all the time. But if you're at a low vibrational frequency, if you're eating pizza and drinking Coke all the time and you've got a shitty diet and you're ejaculating all the time and you're not looking after yourself, then you'll vibrate at a low frequency. So all of these things um, come into play with porn addiction. Um, The relationships, it definitely affects relationships, um, even when you don't know it. So couples come to me and um, we look at what's going on in their relationship and I'm like, but it's always porn. Not necessary. She may not even know mm-hmm. that that porn's involved. But he has disconnected sexually. He's not present. He's not showing up. He's not even interested in sex. Back in the day, men, you know, thought with their with thought with their penis that was the you know the thing. Yeah. Um, Now it's the women uh, getting rejected sexually by the men and it's happening at the pub and the nightclubs in social scenes, the dating scene. Don't even get me started. Uh, I've been on that for a long time. And uh, that's all in my new book as well about relationships. We've got lots of data from men who I've asked, how often do you cheat? Um, you know, what else do you do? Do you go to sex workers? Do you, do, you know, it's all anonymous data and we've got some seriously messed up people commenting. And it's like, you do know, this is going in my book. Don't you? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: about the way they feel about women, mm-hmm. about their wives, you know, they're, they're, they're bitching and moaning to me about um, the women and, and, but they're watching porn and they're just so disconnected from their, their family and their relationships. So so it comes down to then if if your sex life is shit, if you've lost like erectile dysfunction, dysfunction if you've lost that, um, you're going to have mental health issues as well. And I've mm-hmm. got 17-year-olds that are impotent and they've never even kissed a girl or had sex and it's from porn. Um, and that's very, very common. And a lot of them don't even know what impotence is and they don't even know what a normal erection kind of yeah. thing is, you know, waking up with morning erections and things like that. They don't know that because they've obliterated their penis right from, you know, age 12, 13, sometimes age five. So it's, you know, so all of these things um, add up to performance, anxiety, anxiety, depression, um, social anxiety, this disconnect, like women can tell or the women in the know, let's say the women that know about this and have done some work in a work and stuff, they can tell a difference between a man that watches porn and one that doesn't sexually the way Mm -hmm. they show up the energy, there's no energy. There's nothing to connect to. I'm an energy healer. So when I'm in my personal life, I'm connecting with that person and there's lots of weird stuff going on. You know, the bodies are shaking and people, you know, it feels like you're leaving your body and all of this amazing stuff. It can only occur if you don't watch porn Mm -hmm. because someone that watches porn just can't, it's not, and, and this isn't a dig at men. This isn't, um, you know, uh, it, it's it's not a conscious thing these are nice guys i'm not sleeping with shitty guys <laughs> you know? it, these are really nice guys who've got their shit together but they're what they're watching porn mm-hmm. and it's affecting all areas of their life so yeah so yeah the, the mental health is is the biggest thing that's where we come from um erection erectile dysfunction is so common um that that's you know, I've got an ebook on that because that's that's literally the first sign that guys notice that something's wrong. But they'll try and justify it and and will it away um, by saying, "Well, I'm a diabetic, or I'm on blood pressure medications, or I'm a smoker." And you know, so the world out there, the medical world says that you'll have erectile dysfunction if all of these things are occurring. I have never met a man; it's a hundred percent of cases, even the ones that have blood pressure. Issues, diabetes, all of those things. When they quit porn, the erections start to return. So the medical field doesn't understand this whole porn, porn induced erectile dysfunction, um, because what you're doing is you're you're overstimulating your brain and you're desensitizing your penis. Mm-hmm. So when a woman comes to touch you, <laughs> nothing happens because it's, it's not the same touch that you're giving yourself and you don't have the visual stimulation. And and when I say we can tell the difference between guys that watch porn and don't, the ones that do watch porn will do anything to get that erection going and they'll put you in weird positions, they'll slap, they'll choke, they'll, you know, that, that's, that crossing of the line stuff mm-hmm. is very, very common these days. Um, and you almost have to have a conversation well, I do anyway, with, with someone before you go on dates, like, where are you at with, with this porn thing? Because I'm not, you know, and, and have a consent kind of conversation as an adult, like what, what, what is normal to you? Because if you're going to slap me and choke me, then I'm not, I'm not even going to go near you. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's just a, a, a rabbit hole. You go down and there's Warren's everywhere and it leads to sex addiction, um, out, uh, you know, cheating, going outside the relationships, yeah. um, massage parlours, you know, sex workers. And I've even researched serial killers, which is in my new book. Um, and and they all, it all comes back to pornography. Um, it doesn't mean you're born, you know, some people were born a bit strange. We get mm-hmm.
2: that.
1: Porn doesn't make you a serial killer, but there hasn't been a single serial killer that I've looked up that wasn't heavily involved in hardcore pornography from a very early age. So, you know, it's it, it makes you do other things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it always leads to something else because the dopamine hit that you got from watching vanilla sex on porn in the 80s isn't, isn't there anymore. You, you can't yeah. get that fix. So, you know, I've got men that are in public toilets messaging me. I don't know what to do. Please help me. They're not gay. They're not bi, but they're in men's public toilets waiting for another man from some app to show up and to degrade them And that's the only way they can orgasm and they're suicidal. Mm. So, you know, people, men that, well, I just watch porn. There's nothing wrong with me. Trust me. (laughs) When you've treated as many men as I have, you you know, you see this stuff and that's why I've, I've I'm releasing this book. And it's massive. It's like hundred thousand words. Um, And it's all the stories because people, people need to know what this leads to and what this can be. Um, and at the very best, it's it's a terrible thing for your body and your brain and your penis and your wife and, you know, your dating life, all of those things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, again, thank you for sh- explaining all of that. I think the, the mental health challenges from that it, are quite significant, obviously. Um, I guess for people like I think most of the dialogue you hear or the narrative is It's like, hey, I need to get off. I'm horny uh, and I need to, you know, masturbate. So what do people do in those cases? Uh, um, I mean, yeah, like in those scenarios.
1: Yeah, so the solutions are different depending on who you see and who you talk to. I am the only one in the world, I believe, and I'm happy to be challenged on that. That's doing the work that I'm doing. Um, I've designed a complex healing system, as I mentioned before, that's massage based, but it's got all the kinesiology and um, the meridian work and activating kundalini. When we activate kundalini, which is the core energy that runs up your spine, it's your sexual energy. The body starts to move and shake. We call it the Kundalini shake. So the abs starts to clench, um, and their whole body is um, moving in a quantum wave while they're on the table. It's 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 almost like an exorcism because the guys are normally crying or kind of um, releasing, you know, anger and or, or coughing or whatever at the same time. It's a really really powerful thing that you know is it's a bit of a trend sweeping the world, but. That is the cure to porn addiction, the physical hands on treatment. So, anyone that doesn't can't come and see me in person, um, find someone that'll activate your kundalini that will stop you from watching porn. The guys just you can have a look on my website, all of the um, testimonials, and a lot of them are really shocked. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you did to me, I don't understand what's happening, but I don't feel like watching porn again. And it lasts about, we reckon, about Two months when they start to slide back. If they don't keep going with that, if they only have one session, they start to slide back into life mm-hmm. and stresses come on top, and then you know they start watching porn again. But that that is the the number one thing that people need to do is go and get their kundalini activated. And my advice is if someone says they're doing it and your body doesn't start to move and shake and convulse from the abs, then it hasn't happened because there's mm-hmm. a lot of people out there saying, Oh, you know, I'm a kundalini person and nothing happened. So that's the number one thing people need to do um reading and educating or watching my videos i've got hundreds of videos on youtube and i've got three free ebooks and i'm going to give everyone access to those today um you've got to understand how this works how the brain addiction works you've got to understand it's like a drug addiction and -hmm. that it's not you it's not your personality it's it well it has become part of your personality because it's in the control panel of your personality however it's, it doesn't make you a bad person. Um, there is no judgment here. You, you've got to understand that it's a physiological response in the body. And when men start to get, they have to get that part, otherwise there's no why to, to fix it. There's no, they don't let themselves off the hook. The self-esteem gets in the way and they think they're, you know, that all the shame and guilt and all of that goes with it. So as soon as you step up and go, there's a, a thing happening in my body, then it's a lot easier to manage. Um, I have programs as well, but my methods are very different to a psychologist or, you know, that type of thing. I teach conscious self-pleasure. Okay. So there's, let's imagine there's a chain and there's four links. It's porn, masturbation, orgasm and ejaculation. And those four normally occur in one session with, Mm -hmm. with, you know, um, a guy. What I do is I take the porn link out, but the vital information is you link the other three back up. You have to teach men how to masturbate properly. You just do. And everyone will say, you're a girl. What are you talking about? Trust me. I've spoken to 15,000 men. I worked out the other day. I know what I'm doing, right? And um, men have been masturbating a certain way for their whole lives because they don't know any different because porn's always been there, right? Mm -hmm. So I teach conscious self pleasure. This is why no FAP doesn't work. Everyone's kind of heard of no FAP, which means no masturbation, no porn, no orgasm. Uh, what that does, it's going cold turkey. And what that does is it suppresses your sexuality. You try, you're trying to, you're basically throwing the baby out with the bathwater. You're you're saying I'm going to become non-sexual, and all these triggers are going to go away, and and I'm going to be fine. What you don't realize is your brain's coming off coming down off crack and it's mm-hmm. going to look and look and look until you give in so it's you and when you go on a diet the no fat diet or any diet you 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 put your brain into scarcity mode into into that mindset right? So you feel good about it for a couple of days. And then the brain's like got other ideas say, uh, uh-uh, we, we need a drug fix right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So trying to ignore that is so exhausting. Um, and they relapse time and time again, if you watch on Instagram, thousands and thousands of, you know, billions of, um, no accounts. And every few days they're like relapse, 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 because they don't understand the addiction cycle. Mm -hmm. So we link the three chains back together. So we teach you how to masturbate and ejaculate and, and have an orgasm. Um, There's specific timings. So you're doing it for 10 minutes, then 20 minutes, then 30 minutes. You start looking at it as ritual. This is setting up a space in your, in your schedule. And then in your physical room, um, you know, dim the lights, have a shower, have a bath, whatever, um, it's about arousing the five senses or the four in this case, we don't do taste in uh, masturbation, but um, the limbic system, which is the arousal system has been obliterated by porn because you've relied on sight and your brain chemicals and the Mm -hmm. penis is just dragged along for the ride. So to awaken that, um, that limbic system and that organic sexual energy we spoke of earlier is you have to learn to arouse and it's through sense of smell um, touch so essential oils um, touching yourself in other places like back of your neck top of your head and moves the energy around the body when you're masturbating it's not like a "ooh, like touch myself all over type thing it's an energetic practice um, breath work is really important closing your eyes is vital putting something over your eyes um, using coconut oil to you know um, make the sense of touch a bit different mm-hmm. um, and and having a timing system which then it becomes a Training exercise so you're retraining the brain you're linking all of those links back up so rewiring it around what does masturbation mean for me what is my sexuality because if you can't work your body let's say how do you expect a woman to come along and 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 be part of that um and and a lot of men are kind of blaming women for erectile dysfunction or the women are blaming themselves Mm -hmm. you know So the key, my key to everything, even the kinesiology women that come in, I say, how often are you masturbating? Oh, I don't masturbate or I don't. Okay, well, we have to start there. It starts there because self-pleasure is self, um, self-care, self self-love. It's ritual. You know, you start making sounds. You have to listen to music. It becomes, you know, this thing that everyone looks forward to. because, And then we actually teach them to stop ejaculating. So you actually have orgasms without ejaculation. Mm-hmm. And there's energy practices around the microcosmic orbit. There's sublimation breath. There's a whole lot of practices that... We teach the body to have multiple orgasms, orgasms without ejaculation and and full body orgasms that feel like it's coming out your ears and out your toes kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, because I, you, you can't, you just can't. You can't just speak to a guy through talk therapy and say, stop watching porn. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't yeah. It doesn't talk therapy is, is not enough. I don't care what modality you are. If you're just talking to men about um, porn addiction and you're telling them to have a cold shower or go exercise or, you know, start a new habit or it's, it's not enough. You have to work with the sexual element of the man and make him more sexual, more connected, more available and open, more connected to his heart and his, you know, nether regions. Like we, we want to like awaken and activate all parts of you your energy field your circulatory system your kidneys like we want it all to activate and wake up mm-hmm. um and a man that watches porn is is dead is literally dead energetically vibrational frequency um so so that's my solution um which is pretty cool people love getting homework to masturbate they really do <laughs> and and they, and they can kind of see how that's You know, we want guys to self-pleasure, but only once a week if you're going to ejaculate and at least 20 minutes so that you're moving the energy around the body. You can use this um, for manifestation. You can use sexual energy for manifesting money. Um, You can masturbate over money and how much in your bank account and how it feels to have that money. Sexual energy is the most powerful force on the planet. And when you manifest and visualize and embody things when you're masturbating, then, you know. But that's a whole other thing. But I teach that as
0: well. Okay. So I guess for listeners, like it's what you're suggesting is obviously, you know, you got to cut the porn out, but the the masturbation is okay, but it has to be in, in moderation, like once a week and you're trying to manage the timing of it. So you're getting the full experience Um, yep. and it's not something like, you know, 30 seconds and you're done. Right. So yeah.
1: If you teach yourself to ejaculate quickly in masturbation or train your body to do that, which is what you're doing, you're conditioning it, these men have premature ejaculation. Mm -hmm. And the men that watch a lot of porn they also have premature ejaculation because watching porn makes you you know ejaculate quicker so whatever you do in masturbation will happen during sex but amplify it as well if you add female genitalia and you used to you can you can masturbate for 20 minutes then you're not going to be able to withstand pleasure you know with a woman woman involved for 20 minutes mm-hmm. but if you're not training your body to last 20 minutes and and edging and and clearing the blockages in your body and stuff then and, and you're not breathing. If you're not breathing during masturbation, you're just shallow breathing and you're clenching, clenching and tensing your bum cheeks. You're not allowing the energy to flow. Um, so this work that I do makes you a better lover, like hands down. Uh, I've got people messaging me years later saying I've met this girl. Everything you taught me years ago is now, you know, and now I'm just, she's my soulmate and I've connected with her and my erections have returned. And, you know, so we want everyone to be happy and fulfilled and, um, and to know their body, to mm-hmm. know what it's capable of, you know, and, and do the work. Like if you're not willing to do the work, how do you expect to meet a woman who, who wants to date you or, or wants to marry you or, you know, and it's like with any addiction, like you said, it's, it's not healthy
2: mm-hmm.
1: for you or the people around you. So, you know, and there's plenty of, we can, we can help you. There's plenty of things we can do. So no masturbating in the shower, no quickies, no, you know, rubbing one out. No, um, if you're going to masturbate now, your, your job is to make it at least 10 minutes then make it 20 minutes and set a timer and then what these guys have to do my clients is they can only ejaculate on 10 minutes they can't ejaculate five minutes later or two minutes before Um, so it's a it's a strict kind of thing and and you have to start off masturbating every second day Then you do it um, every fourth day. Then you do it once a week. So you have to wean down off off the brain. Um, And most likely you'll have no sexual energy. You won't feel like touching yourself and you won't have any erections So this becomes a massive thing for people so i've got this two-week challenge that i'd like to give everyone free access to today it's normally 17 um it's it's a taster of what we of what we do and um all the instructions are there exactly what i just explained in this um interview and they can have free access to that um and it'll get them to see where they're at can they go without porn can they go two days without porn can they can they masturbate do they have erection issues all of those things, people need to work that out for themselves before they come and see me. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's a great, and, you know, I've really enjoyed this conversation. It's been really, you, you know, like I said, insightful and full of uh, information that I don't think most people appreciate or have awareness on, but, you know, speaking of, uh, I want to thank you again for coming on here and, and sharing this, uh, all the work you're doing sounds amazing, but for people that want to get a hold of you, uh, whether it's through social media or your website, what are some of the ways they can get a hold of you and how can they access this two-week challenge?
1: Sure. So I'll give you the link to the two-week challenge. So that'll mm-hmm. be available in the in the copy of, of where this gets published, um, or they can contact me directly if, if that's a problem. But I'm from, um, my business name is Integrated Men's Health. Um, in Melbourne Australia I've got a Facebook page I'm on Snapchat Instagram LinkedIn all all of the places but the website is integratedmenshealth.com.au and you can and you can find all my free I've got three free ebooks on on that website as well they can get that there the two-week challenge is there but it's the paid version so they do need to contact um, either myself or you to get access to that for free Um, so yeah I'm and there's there's plenty of contact forms and chat boxes. They can talk to me on my website, um, directly just by texting, um, or or finding me on WhatsApp. Um, there's lots of ways through those, through the website that you can get in contact with me.
0: Okay. No, that's great. Thank you again for coming on. I really appreciate it. And super grateful for you to take the time today.
1: No, it's great. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, that's the end of the episode. Thank you again for tuning in as always, please leave a five-star review and until next week.